Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by the United Ways of Chautauqua County. United Way is a nonprofit organization with a mission to mobilize the community to help every person and family improve their lives. Last year, their Volunteer Income Tax Assistance, or VITA program, helped 1,400 households file their taxes for free. This year, the expanded child tax credit is available to Chautauqua County households with children, even if they don't normally file taxes or have a recent income. Nearly every parent or caregiver of a child with a Social Security number can receive up to $3,600 per child, and it's not too late. Learn more at getctc.org chq. It only takes about 15 minutes online to claim the child tax credit and learn about eligibility. The United Ways of Chautauqua County, proud supporters of community radio in Jamestown, New York. To learn more, visit UASCC.org or UnitedWayNCC.org. You are tuned in to Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Anthony Merchant, and today I'm talking to Holly Weston of the Little Theater. They got some cool stuff going on to close out the year. They got Elf the Musical coming this December at Little Theater. The opening will be uh, Friday, December 2nd. So we're going to learn more about that and uh, chat with Holly a little bit. Holly, how you doing? I'm well. How are you? Doing really well. It's uh, It's been a little while, I feel like, since we've had you on, and uh, we got something new to talk about over there and, uh, you know, at the Little Theater. We're only, uh, by the time people are hearing this, we're only a few days from uh, Elf coming out again, that, that opening uh, December 2nd. I mean, everything over there, is it is it pretty much set and ready to go? Sets and costumes and rehearsal and all that is all, all in place and ready to go for December 2nd? Yeah, absolutely. So... You're right. We haven't had a chance to talk in a while. You know, we did Disenchanted over the summer, um, and then we had plans to do Young Frankenstein this fall and unfortunately had to cancel that because of some work that needed to be done on our stage floor. So it's, you know, we've we've kind of had this little break in between shows, but while we were working on the stage floor, our cast was able to rehearse in other places and work on the songs and choreography and stuff, even though they couldn't be on stage. And now they've been on stage for a couple of weeks and our, our stage floor is, you know, beautifully been redone by our volunteers um, and everything's coming together. It's exciting. Did you, uh, that, that, that's, uh, I mean, I'm sure that was kind of a hurdle to get into that. Did they know, did you know the floor and everything would need to be fixed before rehearsal started? Or I mean, did rehearsal start and then it was like, oh, we're going to have to figure something else out. Yeah, and I, I think the stage floor has kind of always been one of these things for the last couple of years that we knew at some point we were going to need to do some work to. Um, and, you know, a lot of people thought, like, well, why didn't you fi- change, fix it during COVID? And, you know, the reason the board decided not to at the time is it was a scary investment for us to take on when we weren't open and bringing in any revenue um, to to do all of that. So we kind of waited. And then, you know, we did have an inspector come in and tell us that we had some some soft spots and some things that really made it an unsafe space. And so the board decided, um, you know, the safety of our actors and our crew is the most important thing we could do. And so it was more important to use this time um, in the fall to fix the stage floor, uh, make it safe for everybody, especially before we get into the 2023 season, because really once we get into a full season, there wouldn't have been time to do this work if we had had um, additional damage or issues with the stage. So it was, um, you know, it was the right decision for us to make. Um, we're now down to the original 1920 floor 
um, is what we unearthed and it was still in very good condition. So we were able to sand that and paint it and it's absolutely beautiful. Every time I'm down there, I'm, I'm just in awe at how beautiful this original wooden stage floor is that, that we are able to now use starting with alpha musical and into the future. I, I have to see that myself as well. I, I can't imagine a 100-year-old uh, theater floor like that has to be gorgeous. That has to look really, uh, really nice. It, you know, I mean, it, it's too bad, you know, that the that the work had to get done and everything. But plus side, yeah, it sounds like you have a beautiful new uh, stage floor and everything. And again, for this, uh, for the new upcoming event. So Elf will be the first one on the new stage then, correct? It will be, Yeah. So, uh, you know, I mean, tell us a little bit about this. You know, again, like I, like I said, the opening's coming up, but I know there'll be a few showings of this. You know, what can we expect from Elf the Musical over there at Little Theater? Yeah, absolutely. So Elf the Musical is based on the movie um, Elf that everybody knows and loves. Um, and all of the characters like Buddy and Jovi and um, Santa and everyone are, you know, they're all a part of this. But it, it takes the movie and it's, they've added songs to it. It's a musical. So they're singing and dancing and all of that that comes to life with it as well um, to just sort of put a different spin on a, a holiday classic for people to come out and enjoy this season. Nice. Yeah. I mean, perfect, obviously perfect time of the year for it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it's, it's crazy to think that we're already at the end of 2022, but I mean, I know we were just talking about getting into a full swing and stuff over there in 2023. I mean, is there, is there uh you know, I don't know how much you can talk about or not yet, but I mean, how far through 2023 has the planning kind of started? I mean, do you basically know everything going on over there for the year? Are you kind of just into the, you know, first couple months of it? How, how far ahead are you guys into a 2023? Yeah. I mean, from from our side of things, we we know what we want to do in 2023. We've sort of got to um, cross our T's and dots our I's in terms of all of the rights and everything to make sure we can do the shows that we want to do and pay for them before we're allowed to announce what they are. But that's kind of what we're working on behind the scenes right now, I think, in hopes of announcing by the time we do Elf, like, hey, here's what's coming next. I think season tickets make a really great um, Christmas gift or holiday gift. If you're looking for something for someone who doesn't need more stuff around their house, <laughs> you know, a lot of people go for those experiences versus physical gifts. And a, a season ticket to Little Theater is a really awesome gift to give people and give them the opportunity to see six community theater productions um, next year with that season ticket. Oh, definitely. And I mean, also, yeah, I mean, you could get that for someone who maybe either they wouldn't get it for themselves or maybe wouldn't think about it. And, you know, you're you're kind of exposing them to something great. You might end up uh, getting someone really into theater that way. So, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. not, not a bad idea at all. You know, I mean, also looking back on a 2022, I know I've, I've had John here a few times now and, uh, you know, kind of getting getting the theater back going and everything after the pandemic and everything. Where's, are there any like highlights or anything in 2022 that kind of stand out to you a moment or two over at Little Theater? You kind of look back on proudly this year. You know, I think it's been challenging and also exciting for us to figure out how to reopen, um, especially as a completely volunteer run organization to sort of figure all of this out, make sure we did it in the right way. You know, the first half of the year we were looking at how do we reopen safely? We weren't quite sure what that looked like yet. And then we got past that and then we had other challenges, you know, that we had to sort through with new ticketing systems. And we have a new projector to offer, you know, beautiful projections on our stage, but there's a lot of technical upgrades that we had to do to the building um, just in terms of, you know, some of the electrical stuff we run for the projector, what computers we run things on, all of that had to be worked through. 
Um, and then we kind of got hit with trying to figure out how to get the stage floor um, safe and functional again. <laughs> so we've kind of gone through all of these different things where it seems like we fix one thing and something else would happen. But, you know, each each situation that arose, we came together as a board and we fixed it and we've come out stronger on the end of that, not just for this year, but really for next year and the future of the organization, because, you know, end of the day, that's what's been so important for the myself and the board since we had to close down in 2020 was to make sure we could reopen our doors. Um, you know, I think we've talked about it before. There are so many community and regional theaters that did not reopen their doors after they closed in 2020. They just couldn't make it happen. You know, even in New York, Broadway shows did not recover and come back. They just closed down for good. And we didn't want to have to close our doors for good. So we had to find um, all the right ways to do this correctly and to ensure we had a future coming out of our reopening. And I mean, I'm, I'm happy to, because uh, you're right. I mean, sadly, it, it is the... It is the reality of things, you know, not every theater did make it out, but it's good to see that uh, the little theater made it out on the other end. And also, I mean, you know, the the hurdles this year, while unfortunate, it does sound like you're all set for next year. I mean, you got the you got the new stage. You've kind of worked out some of these kinks. Like, I, I feel like 2023 is going to be a uh, going to be a good year over at the little theater. That, that That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're really excited. You know, all of these, if you want to call them challenges from this year, we're really those building blocks to a stronger future. So it is exciting for us to see it all come together. So for people, uh, you know, again, we got we got Elf the Musical coming up here. Um, where can we find more info on that? Get tickets, all that uh, good stuff. Where do we where do we go now to get to get more of Elf the Musical? Yeah, absolutely. So um, our Facebook page is always a great first place to go to get announcements. We have the links to how to buy tickets right there. Um, they're also on our website um, to do that. Um, you know, we don't actually staff our box office right now. So we are checking voicemails and things, but it's, it's a little harder for us to um, immediately connect with the community through the box office like we did in the past. But so we do have, you know, I can access our email remotely, so we're answering any questions people have at box office at uh, lucilleballlittletheater.org or through our Facebook page. Um, I would strongly encourage anyone who's considering to come see the show to purchase your tickets online through those links that you can access on Facebook or our website um, and have your receipts purchased and reserved. Um, we've had tickets on sale um, only for a couple of days right now while we're speaking. And we've, we've sold a lo lot more tickets than we usually see in the first couple of days. I think there's a lot of interest in seeing this show. Um, so you do run the risk. I think, you know, you can purchase tickets in person, walk up at the ticket counter before any of the performances, but you do run the risk of a potential sellout or not being able to have your whole party sit together. Um, whereas if you do buy them online in advance, you, um, you can make sure that you're, you can get the seats that you want. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's always the route. There's no, there's no worse feeling in the world than uh, showing up to something, going, "I'll get tickets at the door," and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it being it being sold out and all your plans uh, being crushed, basically. Probably not bad to uh, plan ahead here. But, yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, as we as we close this out, I mean, anything else we should let people know? Anything uh, else that we missed? No, I, I, I just encourage everyone to consider one of the six performances to come out and see it. I know it; it's a busy time of year. Um, but it, it's really going to be a great holiday show. It, you know, I think it's going to really help get everyone in the holiday spirit. Um, just, it is, a I would consider it a, a pretty family friendly event. It is rated, the movie was rated PG. So that's kind of where the, the movie sits as well, or the musical. So we do plan on bringing our seven-year-old to come see it at one of the matinees. Um, but it, it, it's not, um, you know, anything, any restricted audiences or anything like that. 
Awesome. Well, Holly, I mean, great talking to you. And again, Elf the Musical is going on at Little Theater this December. Opening night will be Friday, December 2nd. So if you're listening to this to, uh, as it airs next week, basically, so you got a little time to plan. But uh, if you can't make it to that one, there's a few other showings. And I'll be back with more for you here in a second, right here on Arts on Fire on 107.9 WRFA.